0: Spring podcast. I'm Pastor Laura Blevins, inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. Thank you for coming to the waters for uplifting music, rejuvenation, and inspiration.
1: Thank you for coming to the spring. Well, good morning, guys. Awesome. Wow. That was a good response. Uh, Welcome to the spring. My name is Gabriel, if you don't know who I am. I'm one of the worship leaders here. I just wanted to bring your attention real quick before we start service to the um, attendance passes, attendance cards. Anyway, there's this thing in your bulletin that you can fill out so that we know who you are and just some information about you. Just fill out as much as you're comfortable with. um, And you can actually put that in the offering plate when it passes around. Um, Also, another way that you can get connected here at the spring is to sign up for this text thing called Flocknow, which is kind of cool. Um, But if you text F-U-M-C to 84576, um, then you'll get text updates for the church, and it'll help you stay a little more connected, kind of know what's going on. Um, But if you guys would, just go ahead and stand with me as we begin to worship together.
2: Trust the power of your word enough to.
1: Man, yeah. You all pray with me. Lord, we are so thankful that you hold on to us just in the moments when we feel like letting go. We're thankful that you watch over us daily and that you sent your son on a cross for our sake. We're just thankful for that sacrifice and just how much you love us. We're just thankful to be in your house this morning, just to worship and to praise you. You are worthy of praise and worthy of our time, Lord. We just pray that as we hear, Pastor Lord, come and give us a message this morning that our hearts and our eyes would be lifted up to heaven, and that we would get to know you just a little bit more, and just really feel your character, Lord. We're just thankful for you, and we love you so much, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: We're going to be watching our uh, video here for Leading Generously, and today we're talking about legacy, so let's see what's happening today.
1: bottom line is, this doesn't reflect well on the company. Which is why we're reviewing our training materials and adding new oversight protocols to make sure nothing like this happens again. The problem is more significant than that, Frank. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Let's
3: all just take a deep breath here. Frank, explain why you haven't just cut Jimmy Gillespie loose.
1: For the same reason that I shouldn't be asked to resign. It serves no purpose beyond theater.
3: It seems to me that there's a real benefit to convincing the government that we're committed to fixing our mistakes. If not for our exposure on this one, then on the next contract that we bid. Isn't the best way to do that to remove the ones responsible?
4: We just can't put our heads in the sand and pretend like there aren't any
1: consequences to this sort of thing. So if I don't fire Jim, you're going to ask me to resign?
4: There's a lot of money at stake here. And honestly, we can all be liable as directors if the government
1: decides to prosecute this.
3: Hey, Jack. Hmm. Tell Ray I picked up these shirts for the other kids at the community center, okay? Oh, no problem. Thanks. Hey, Naomi, right? Yeah. I'm sorry you had to leave so early yesterday. Was everything Okay. Is
5: Ray here?
2: No, I'm sorry he's out running errands. Can I take a message for him?
3: Yeah, can you tell him his daughter came by? They want you to resign? feel
1: that way it's hard to tell but the alternative is firing someone who doesn't deserve it
3: are you gonna do it
1: which one <sighs> you know what Lance said yesterday what he found out about the volunteer of the year award and keeps talking about the legend of Frank Donovan <laughs> the legend of Frank Donovan grows larger every day
5: We don't do this stuff for our legend, do we?
3: All I know is that a lot of good comes from our support. The community center is flourishing, and there's a lot of kids that are going to benefit from the new mentor
1: program. That's what I'm talking about. What happens if we can't keep supporting them? It's not a selfish way to think, is it? So wait, Ray has a daughter.
3: I know I speak for all of us when I say how excited we are to share in this new adoption with you guys
4: (laughs) we all pitched in and got you a memory book
3: Oh, because (laughs) trust me sweetie you're not going to get enough
2: sleep to remember anything on your own (laughs)
3: well thank you all so much for everything you've done I don't know how we could have done this without you I can't believe
4: we get to bring her home next week. Speaking of homes, Ray, Chuck and I bring my truck over on Saturday to help with the big
1: move, right? Hey, aren't you forgetting someone? (laughs) Thomas, how exactly are you going to help move furniture into a home you've never set foot in before? I am a fantastic delegator. (laughs) Just let us know when you need us, okay?
4: Uh. What's wrong, Ray?
1: Yeah, Ray. Something you want to tell us?
4: What's going on, you two? This morning I found a bunch of old trophies in the garbage can outside the new house. I don't know exactly who put them there. Previous owners, I guess. But for some reason, I haven't been able to stop thinking about them. Up treasures for yourself on earth, build up treasures in heaven where your treasure is, there your hearts will be also. All the glory and adoration that must have gone into those trophies now they're laying in a trash can with the rest of the garbage. My daughter came to look for me at sea time to
5: have
4: a daughter? Naomi went to live with my sister when she was 10. I was drinking, jobless, about to be homeless. I wasn't the father she needed me to be. It wasn't until years later, before I was sober enough to even consider trying to have been the best friends I could ever imagine you gave me something no one else was going to give me you gave me respect and I was too ashamed to admit what a failure I was I felt like you had given me a trophy for best dad I didn't want to lose that that I lost my daughter, my legacy.
1: Legend versus legacy. This thing at work has got me thinking some of the things that I'm doing are just to live up to some legend. I'm sorry, Gray, if we created a legend you felt like you had to live up to.
3: Ray, Naomi came to the store today for a reason. I think you should talk to her. You've been there for all of us too many times to count. What if I give her a call for you and fill things out? Okay. Okay. Now we have even more to celebrate. He's in the mood for some cake. (laughs) I'll be (laughs) That was <laughs> not good. That was <laughs> not
5: good.
0: Scripture today, um, we're going to read from is Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 through 11. But whatsoever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And so, somehow, attaining the resurrection from the dead. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, as we have poured out our Holy Spirit, as you have poured out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, may you bless the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. So um, I don't know if you caught the solution to all the problems there at the end. Did you guys see what it was? Cake. Did anybody else figure that out? Yep, I'm just saying that solves all problems. You know, I think that this um, video today and and talking about legacy and legend and what that means um, is really important for us as Christians to understand um, what God is wanting from us and what we're supposed to be doing. You know, um, we do have these trophies up here this morning and I was thinking about uh, trophies that I had received in my life and for me it was my letterman jacket kids even wear those anymore? Yeah, yes, no, no, not really. You don't know? Oh, man, my letterman jacket had a ton of medals on it. I was so proud of that thing. Uh, anybody else? When you got your varsity letter? No? Yeah? Do you even know where it is right now, your letterman jacket? Do you know where I have no idea. I think it's in my closet, my mom's closet at home. But, um. You know, I loved getting medals to put on that thing. And I would have my mom sew it up and do all of that. You know, everyone likes to be recognized for their hard work. I mean, now, um, as, as an adult, nobody really gives me medals for anything. Um, do you all receive medals for anything as an adult? Not so much, right? But we do like to be appreciated and thanked. And um, the point of doing anything is, is to do our best, Right? And when we do our best and when we work hard and when we do these things, it's always nice to be recognized for that. And I, and I think it's a fine line for us between uh, trying to achieve legend or trying to achieve legacy. We need to be careful that if we put anything else before God, that we're not doing what he has asked us to do. We're missing the whole point of being a Christian. So is the point today that none of us should collect trophies? I don't think so. I don't think that that's the the point that they were trying to make. I think the point that that Ray was trying to make here um, and that we need to understand is that when we make those things more important than God, then we are going against what Jesus has called us to do. The central metaphor was these trophies that Ray found in the trash, um, these were goals, you know, that the world idolized, things that the world held up as worthwhile, and yet they merely gather dust in a closet or are thrown out in the trash. But what are some trophies in our life as adults? I mean, we don't necessarily get a trophy for a uh, most amazing pastor, do we? Nope, we don't. But what are some trophies? Um, what's funny is on the podcast, you don't get to see my face making that. So just so you know, I on, po- on the podcast, I am making a face when I say that. Um, but when, what are the trophies in our lives right now? Maybe it's the trophy of the perfect house or that shiny car, right? Or the amazing uh, six-figure job. Um, you know, when I was growing up, the, the people next door uh, to my parents had bought this huge house, and we had all had um, heard of this, that they paid cash for the whole thing, right? And, and they drove in with their, with their Hummer. You all remember those cars? Which I got to tell you is super important. Um, there is not really any kind of land in Missouri that you need a Hummer for. I'm just saying like maybe if you lived in Colorado, like maybe, but I don't think there's a whole lot of stuff. So they bought the house with cash. They drove in with this um, with this Hummer, and they were just, um, thought they were pretty awesome. Uh, you know, all these things in life aren't necessarily bad. But again, when we focus on that instead of focusing on God, we're completely missing the point. So what does Frank do? I mean, Frank has the big house. He has the nice car. He has the six-figure job. But what does he do? He helps people, right? He helps out at the community center. He does things. Um, with their support, they're able to do amazing things in their community. So I think that the point for us is that we need to focus more on what God is wanting us to do. Not with what the world wants us to do by building up these trophies and acting like we're these amazing People, But building a legacy so that long after we are gone, that we've done something good for God. I was thinking about that in our church. And we have lots of people in our congregation who have um, built legacies. Uh, one person that I want to tell you about today um, is Pete Dickerson. Do you all remember Pete? He just passed away a few months ago. Uh, Pete was an electrician in his life and was on the trustees for... Years Was it as long as you, Al, that he was on the trustees? Not quite as long. You hold that record still of longevity because we force you to do it. Um, but Pete was on the, the trustees and was um, the vice chair for a long time. And he would come and he would change all the lights in the church. In fact, you'd never see a light out because as soon as Pete would see it, he would come and he would fix it. Right? Never even asked. He would just do it. He also um, created the lights behind our stained glass window back there. In fact, if it wasn't for Pete, we wouldn't be able to see it without it, because you know what it looks like without the lights? (coughs) Can't see it hardly at all, can you? But uh, he made this incredible legacy in our church. He never asked for um, any recognition for what he did. He just went around and did those things. We have lots of people like that in our congregation who don't look for um, the trophies or for any of that, but do the good things because they know it's the right thing to do. So what I want to press upon you today Is that we pursue a legacy, a legacy that God has placed before us, that what we do matters and what we do can change other people. Not that we necessarily need that recognition, though it's nice, but that we focus on doing those good things and sharing and changing other people. So when we are less concerned with what we can put on the shelf and more concerned about what we can pass on to others then we know that we are doing what God wants us to do. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, Lord, we thank you so much for all that you have given us to this day. Help us, Lord, to create a legacy in our lives, not legend, not having the most stuff and showing off, but having you, Lord, in our lives, which is worth more than anything. We ask these things in your awesome name we pray, amen. message? Please consider giving to our ministry and helping us continue the work of Jesus Christ by making a contribution. Go to esmethodist.com on your computer or smartphone and click on the giving and service tab. Thank you for coming and worshiping with us today. Go forth from this place and create that legacy that God has set on your hearts. Go in peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast of the spring. Tune in every Sunday evening for the next rejuvenating podcast of music and messages from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. God bless you and have a great day.